Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole? And before we get into today's stories, I just want to say a huge thank you to each and every one of you. You've been absolutely amazing, as always, of course. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And now our first story is coming from a throwaway account titled, Am I the Arsehole? For telling my sister she would have been a terrible mother. I, 17 male, have two sisters, Alice, 29, and Miranda, 33. I am much closer to Alice than I am to Miranda. Miranda is not on good terms with our parents. Alice has four kids and is currently expecting child number five, while Miranda can't have children and her ex divorced her for it. Miranda is very successful in life. She has a nice apartment, works a good job, and earns a decent amount of money. Alice, on the other hand, is struggling financially. She had her first kid right out of high school and got pregnant with her second child soon after. She has decided to become a stay-at-home mom to her children while her boyfriend provides for them. Me and my parents tried to help them out as much as possible, be it childcare or money, whatever she needs. I love my nieces and nephews. I take them to the park and play with the older ones. I really enjoy it. Miranda doesn't help out with them. She says it's because she's too busy. Well, she works long hours, but she doesn't have kids, so I don't know what she does on weekends. She also doesn't help out financially, which I find unfair, since she makes so much money and all she does is spend it on herself, although she does give us very nice gifts for Christmas and birthdays. My parents nag her about it, saying she should give some of her money to Alice monthly, and I agree with that. So here comes the part where I may have been an asshole. I was at Miranda's place last week as she baked muffins and invited me over to eat some and catch up. We got on the topic of Christmas presents and I told her some of the stuff I wanted. She nodded and said she would give our parents a coupon for a much needed vacation and Alice some clothes she had mentioned and also some new boots and jackets for her kids. I was a little stunned she didn't have more for Alice so I asked why do you only get Alice the bare minimum? You can afford to help out more and you refuse to out of spite. Miranda looked at me and laughed. She said it wasn't her business to feed six people, that Alice was old enough to make her choices and live with the consequences. She knew what she was getting herself into and she wouldn't pay Alice's way through life just because she kept having children she couldn't afford. I was stunned at how cold she reacted. I asked her how could she live her life being so selfish and uncaring and she got angry and told me, Listen, kid, there are some things you're way too young to be discussing with me, and this is one of those. Drop the subject or get out. I got really frustrated with her and said something I probably shouldn't have. I told her, no wonder your husband divorced you. Even if you could have children, you'd be a terrible mother. Miranda got very quiet and told me to leave and never come back. She has now blocked me on everything, and though I don't agree with her not helping out, I'm starting to feel guilty for what I said. So, 
am I the asshole? What you said to your sister was incredibly cruel and I feel absolutely devastated for Miranda in this one. Not only did you bring up her shitty husband who divorced her because she couldn't have children, you even said she would be a, a terrible mother even if she did. None of you have any right to her money whatsoever. These are her choices in life. And I got to say, she sounds like a wonderful person. And why should she be looking after other people's kids? Sure, it's her sister, but this was sister's choice. Absolutely, you're going to be the arsehole in this one. But fiendish thingy says you're the arsehole. You went way too far with that comment. Shame on you. And Miranda is completely right. It's her money that she earned. She has absolutely no obligation to give her money away if she doesn't want to. You and your family expected Miranda to give her money to her sister that can't afford her lifestyle is greedy. Yes, your sister Alice kept having kids. It was her choice to keep having them. No one owes your sister anything because of the choices she made, especially her sister. Is that Marcy says your parents are also assholes? Your sister Alice is also an asshole. Just because Miranda can afford to take care of Alice's children doesn't mean it's her responsibility. Who are you to need to understand what Miranda does on the weekends or, or what she spends her earnings on? It's not fair. Miranda is right. Alice is old enough to understand how to use condoms. If she's struggling with, it, with money at the third kid, then struggling more at the fourth, then why the hell did she get pregnant with a fifth? There's the selfish sibling for you, and it's not Miranda. Wakey, wakey. Alice is one of those who seem to expect the rest of the world has to provide for the kids she keeps irresponsibly having. By the way, you are not just cruel for what you said, you are also entitled and childish. You made an active decision to help Alice and her kids. Either you do so selflessly or you choose to stop. But you don't cry about that's not fair when someone else makes a different choice than you with their own time and money. Unit Healthy says you're the asshole and very condescending as well. And quote, well, she works long hours, but she doesn't have kids. So I don't know what she does on weekends. She also doesn't help out financially, which I find unfair since she makes so much money. Then goes on to say, on weekends, she probably has a wonderful time doing hobbies, spending time with friends or just vegging and watching TV. What she's not doing is wiping little noses, changing diapers, listening to temper tantrums, cleaning up messes, or mediating childish spats. Some people enjoy that and some don't. Her life sounds admirable and pleasant. Alice, on the other hand, has five kids, no career, isn't even married, and struggles financially. My guess is Miranda doesn't want to waste a lot of her hard-earned money on Alice, who shows no signs of improving her lot in life or becoming stable and independent. Unrooted says you're the asshole in a big way. Your sister is 100% right about Alice and her choices. Your comment was unspeakably cruel. I feel terrible for Miranda. She's done well for herself and instead of being happy for her, her family seems to think she needs to be a cash cow for her sister's choices. You need to apologize to your sister ASAP. If she doesn't want to speak to you again, you need to respect that and back off. You really messed up here. Amethyst Fire says, you're the asshole, a big one. Miranda said it best and quotes, she said it wasn't her business to feed six people, that Alice was old enough to make her choices and live with the consequences. You, your parents and Alice have a lot of nerve expecting Miranda to support Alice's poor choices. Not one of you are entitled to a penny of her money. It's also none of your business what she does slash doesn't do on weekends. Now, what do you guys think of this story? Do you think there's ever a way back in this situation for the comments that was made by OP? 
I'd find that pretty hard to forgive, I think. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Coppola's. Apologies if I got that wrong. Am I the asshole for barking at my ex? Saw this title and I thought, gotta get involved in this one. Where do I start? How do I begin? To be honest, it's a non-issue for me, but I thought to share my amusement with you lot. Some background. Ezra, my ex, male 40ish and I, female 36, split in 2018, when after maybe six months in, he started to show some red flags here and there. I ran for the hills, got over him, found my person and I'm overall happy in life. That's now. Then I focused on work. Him on his new girlfriend that lasted maybe eight months. Their breakup also started the calls. First for support, but they soon evolved into bitching sessions I wasn't in the mood for. It got so bad I had to block him. The emails started coming. I blocked him there too. In the meantime, I moved with my man. Two blocks away from my best friend and within a mile from Ezra's baby mama place. I was on my way home from my BFFs. Lovely night, I'm all tipsy and happy, headphones in and walking dancing through the streets when all of a sudden a wild Ezra appeared with kid 13 in tow. Since I didn't hear him calling me, he decided to rip one of my headphones and started yelling this and that, basically rubbish about how I destroyed his relationship. Never met the girl, so witchcraft it is. And how I'm a huge bitch. Well, so I started barking and kept barking, rising the volume to match his. People were staring, but I'm too tipsy, so I didn't give a fuck. Luckily for him, a clever boy, he got quiet quickly, looked around and left. Eureka, something works. Since then, every time Ezra bothers me in public, I just bark at him loudly till he runs away. <laughs> One of the common acquaintances is a happy gossip. Apparently, Ezra is, in his own words, traumatized by my behavior. He says I'm crazy and I'm an asshole for humiliating him in public. Am I though? I think that's an absolutely amazing move, actually. Three years away and then confront you. Yeah, bark away, even growl at him maybe, snarl at him. <laughs> and I've heard of like similar tactics being used in the past to de-escalate situations. There was one on the London tube and the guy they was all packing into this carriage and basically this guy couldn't get in and he started getting really angry and agitated and was gonna fight with this person and the person instead of retaliating just sung at them, which might make them even more angry, but it didn't. They were just sort of like, what's this person doing? <laughs> they're not fighting back they're singing at me and just sort of stood there staring and the carriage doors shut and the train went off and it was like wow but i think this was an absolutely amazing move and i think i'm going to keep that one for a special occasion <laughs> but queen of rostine says you are a queen chaos and ham ham says not the arsehole and i now bow down to you as the leader of the pack if only we could all be so brave Opie replies with a woof. <laughs> Fanto13 says, not the asshole. Sometimes you just have to be a little louder and boisterous to get people to shut up and leave you alone. As long as you didn't initiate the confrontation, shut it down quickly and move along. Tata says, not the asshole. You did what you had to do to get away from the crazy ex. If he keeps saying that he was traumatized, tell the gossip acquaintance how he assaulted you because ripping your headphones out is assault and you were scared that you freaked out and started to bark. Complain that you need therapy now. Jay Baggins says, not the arsehole, homie rocked up and surprised you after three years by shouting at you with a random kid in tow. This is the best response to something like that I have ever heard and I hope he never forgets. <laughs> I don't think I would forget that either, but what do you guys make of this one? I think it's a pretty awesome one to respond to a crazy ex like that. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And our next story comes from Wolf, who says, Am I the asshole for ruining someone's morning coffee? Okay, a little backstory. I get Starbucks every day for breakfast. I drive an older Audi S4. It's my dream car and I take very good care of it. I never set any cups or food on the car. Now onto the arsehole possible moment. So I get my usual breakfast, coffee and sandwich and I walk outside. The guy that was in front of me in Starbucks is parked next to my car and his door is open and he's changing his shirt slash sweatshirt between our cars. I wasn't really paying attention to that. What caught my eye was his $9 cold brew coffee sitting on the roof of my car. I politely asked him to remove it so I could leave and go to work. His response was he didn't want a coffee ring on his car. He'll get to it when he's done. With a shitty attitude. Mind you, he's driving a mid-sized Nissan SUV that has at least four cup holders. So reacting to his attitude and being shitty placing things on my car, I jumped in, started my car and pulled out quickly. Area was safe, parking lot was nearly empty and no incoming cars. That is coffee flew off my car, landed on the ground, hitting him, remember it's cold coffee, and his car. And I head to work. Now as I drive to work, I wonder, was I the arsehole or was I just reacting to one? Now come on, there's no way you was going to be the arsehole in this situation. To me anyway, maybe someone is going to say different. But cold coffee or not, putting your items on someone else's car is just not the done thing. I get really frustrated when people just like random people will lean against your car if like it's a packed area like you're outside of a row of shops or something and they're waiting for it to open happened recently and they just lean against your car it's just bloody rude and not the done thing it could leave scratches it could do damage anything like that even like really tiny scratches it doesn't matter you just don't do it i wouldn't do it to anyone else's so i didn't expect people to do it to mine either i'm going off on one don't get me started not the arsehole, and I would have loved to have seen his face as you drove off. But Waxilia Maladrian says, not the arsehole. I don't care if you were driving a 2003 Cavalier, it's your car, his coffee. Edit, I don't want to seem like I'm bad the Cavalier. <laughs> I'm not making fun of the car, just contrasting with OP's vehicle and saying that it's owner's car, and that's the key thing. I actually had a 96 Cavalier from 2001 to 2004, and my girlfriend at the time drove an 03. My folks upgraded me to a used a 4 Taurus with low miles as a college graduation present back when used cars could be had for a steal and they had a Cavalier for short trip until 2014. I've got to see this car now. And I was wondering if the US had a different version. I know the UK's got a Vauxhall Cavalier that people used to have, but I think this may be US and looked like a fairly standard car. <laughs> totally off topic, but one car that I really want and they're very rare in the UK. I don't think I'd ever afford one anyway as a Dodge Viper. I would love one of those. It's been my favorite car since childhood. I've heard it drives like shit, but it looks amazing. 
But Mrs. Gear says, not the asshole. First off, you don't put anything on anyone else's car. That's not his property. So he's already in the wrong. Strike one. Then he has the nerve to say he doesn't want a ring on his car, but it's okay to put one on a stranger's. Okay, strike two. Then he doesn't remove it when asked, which is plain rude. Strike three. You definitely were not in the wrong. If he didn't want his coffee spilled, then he shouldn't put it on another person's car. How rude and entitled. Art Hobby says, I love that you did that lol. Not the asshole. GoFigure62 says, not the asshole. Your car is your property. You didn't have to wait for him to move his cup. You already extended the courtesy by asking him to move his cup. Biewu says, and quotes, he didn't want a coffee ring on his car. He'd get to it when he's done. Then says, the height of hypocrisy, entitlement, and rudeness. Who does he think he is? I'm glad you showed him a proper response. Don't feel bad. You are not the arsehole. And finally, Tiger Cell, who says not the arsehole. He played a stupid game, won a stupid prize. He can order a new coffee inside. Mild inconvenience at best. Now, <laughs> what do you guys make of this when it has to be a not the arsehole, surely? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from NoMYP who says, Am I the arsehole for quitting on the spot even though we were understaffed and it made my manager cry? I work at a retail store in the mall. The store is divided into men's, women's and children's clothes. I always worked women's and on the weekends I was always the only employee in the entire section. Yesterday, myself and two other employees clocked into our shifts. My manager, Lisa, pulled me aside and told me, your dad's called the store five times, asking for your schedule, please tell him to stop. I got extremely confused because that didn't sound like something my dad would do. I even texted him and he said he never called the store once. I had a bad feeling and asked Lisa if she gave my dad my schedule and she said she did. I then told her that it wasn't my dad and she had no right telling a strange man my schedule. She got annoyed and told me that it wasn't a big deal and I was being dramatic. I then quit on the spot, which only left her and two other employees to watch the entire store. She kept apologizing and even burst into tears because they were understaffed. Am I the asshole? Hell no, not the asshole in this situation. Lisa should know better. Just giving out private information like that and it's creepy. Who was doing it? Is it someone you know that's done it, an ex or something like that? Or is it someone that's come into the store and is maybe a bit obsessive about it? It's really creepy and quite worrying at the same time. And to turn around, play it down and say it wasn't a big deal and you was being dramatic. Yeah, it's shitty behavior. But Erwin29 says, uh, yeah, no, not the asshole. That's horrifying. DSX says, not the asshole. That's a fucking stalker. Your manager has literally endangered your life. You need to document this. Someone with more legal knowledge can tell you what to do. But if something happens to you, she's partially to blame. In the meantime, make sure you, your taser is charged and your pepper spray is working. Tanyak says, not the asshole. That's scary, unprofessional, quite possibly illegal, depending on circumstances and location. And I'm glad you stood up for yourself. Separately, if you have a known slash suspected stalker, report him to the police immediately. Good luck. Visa card says not the arsehole, but creepy as fuck. I think quitting was a very sensible move, since it seems like someone is trying to stall you. And you're quite right that she shouldn't have given out that info without checking with you first. As a manager, she should know better and apologize instead of downplaying it. Though there's some beauty in her accusing you of being overdramatic for you, for you to do the most dramatic thing and quit on the spot. Good for you, honestly. There's probably a good reason they're short-staffed and it has nothing to do with your decision to leave. Best of luck. Hope you find another job quick. 
blanket kingdom says not the asshole. It's like manager 101 that you don't give out your employee schedules. You never know if someone is stalking your staff or otherwise being sketchy as fuck. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from an anonymous account who says, am I the asshole for being upset at my stepdaughter for scheduling her thesis defense the same afternoon as her sister's wedding rehearsal? My 56 female stepdaughter, Beth, 31 female, is getting married to her fiance, David, 27 male, next weekend. It would have been sooner had it not been for everything getting shut down. Beth's sister, Christine, 27 female, scheduled her thesis defense to be on the same afternoon as the wedding rehearsal. She's doing her second master's thesis for a second master's degree. Christine's husband, Zach, 27 male, will be there watching her, so won't be at the rehearsal either. They have three year twins, a son and a daughter, but they won't be at the defense, so I'm not sure where they will be, at the rehearsal or back at the house or not. I know Christine is anxious to get the second degree done after the start was deferred and delayed for a year because she had the twins, but I can't believe she would have a defense on the afternoon of the wedding rehearsal. My husband, 57 male, doesn't think it's a problem for her to miss it, but I don't think he understands in general how much weddings mean to the bride and I know Beth wants her family at the rehearsal supporting her. Between house hunting and wedding planning during a pandemic, it's been a busy time, so I understand why Beth wants the support. I don't usually agree with Beth's mother, but in this situation, she's upset at Christine too. I'm not sure her husband's opinion, but I know she agrees with me. I don't see why Christine can't reschedule the defense and not come to the rehearsal in support of Beth, like she asked. And we're gonna start with Honest Alice who says, you're the asshole, quote, I don't see why Christine can't reschedule the defense. And then says, speaking as someone in academia, I can tell you that Christine will have limited control over the date of her defense. Scheduling a time when all of her examiners and committee would be free can be very difficult. Furthermore, the way you write about her degree and it being a second in your post, you're clearly trying to make the culmination of degrees she has worked long and hard for seem far less important than a wedding rehearsal. Quotes, I can see the side of it saying she's an adult and it's not my place to say anything to and I should focus on Beth and the wedding and then says, yeah, do that and maybe be supportive of what Christine is achieving. Jim Moore says, you're the arsehole. Your thesis defense isn't just the day you pick and it's totally up to you. The university needs to approve the date. Your supervisor, your committee needs to be available. It's not like a casual, let's do them today type thing. Beth doesn't need her sister at a rehearsal dinner. She'll be just fine. Christine actually does need to be at her thesis defense. If she isn't or cancels it for a rehearsal dinner, she will not be just fine at all. Maybe try supporting the mother of toddler twins who is finishing her second master's degree instead of being surprised that everyone doesn't express complete and utter horror at the idea of a woman choosing to prioritize her career over fawning over the bride on a day that isn't even the wedding. Ewan says, you're the asshole, you really are. I hope you haven't communicated this to Christine, otherwise you've got some amends to make. Yes, weddings are important, but this isn't a wedding, it's a rehearsal. Christine is, however, having an actual thesis defense, also a major life event, but this one happening for real. An actual thesis defense trumps a pretend wedding by a mile, especially for the person who's getting their degree and who isn't getting married. I don't know whether you don't care about degrees or you just don't care about Christine, but either way, sort yourself out. Orphic Librarian says, you're the asshole, it's the rehearsal, not the ceremony. One of my attendants nearly didn't make it, but it wasn't that big of a deal. We have filled her in the next day. 
Also, is the bride upset? If not, definitely let it go. If she is, they're adults and she'll work it out between them. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Who do you think is the asshole in this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And if you do love Reddit stories, we have a playlist at the very end here that will scroll through Am I the Arsehole stories? Well, there's lots of other types of stories as well. Pick a playlist, it'll scroll through for you if you're chilling, doing whatever, bit of art, bit of driving. Let me know what you're up to. I absolutely love to hear what you're doing whilst you're listening. Hopefully that didn't come across braggy in any sort of way. (laughs) Much love to you guys, and I will see you in the next one. Take care. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.